Hey everyone, welcome to 2022. We have made it to a new year. That's crazy. And what else is crazy is Tesla is skyrocketing, and there are a lot of expectations for 2022. Let's take a look at this. First, I think one of the biggest expectations we have for 2022 is that uh, somehow growth will moderate. Uh, now, this this is something that does frustrate a lot of folks, obviously, uh, because uh, uh, there there are a lot of believe, uh, folks who believe, especially like uh, the Kathy Woods of the world, that uh, growth uh, growth is something that you want to invest in. That explosive growth is what's ahead of us, not uh, not you know moderating growth. And so, with with fears of moderating growth, there are a lot of folks uh, that believe, okay, well, if if we're worried about moderating growth, maybe, maybe. We should uh, invest in things like uh, consumer staples, you know, your Costco, your Targets, your Home Depot. Uh, and, and this makes sense because when you're investing in consumer staples, you're, you're really just investing in, in uh, companies that are very profitable today uh, and are expected to remain profitable. So uh, one of the things that I like to do, though, is I always like to look at how well did stocks do the year before? And uh, do we expect that to happen again? And, and for many stocks, when they do well in one year, they don't do that great the very next year <laughs> after that. Uh, the rationale there is that you get a lot of folks who uh, see a stock do very well. Like we'll, we'll look at one here, uh, Home Depot, for example. You'll see a stock do very well one year, uh, but then potentially substantially slow down the next year. Why could it potentially slow down a lot the next year? Because you get investors who are in the stock for or who join the stock for the wrong reason. For example, you get people who come in uh, solely for the purpose of, oh, well, it went up 50%. Must be a growth stock, right? <laughs> Let's take a look at this. So we drop in, uh, drop in Home Depot here. Uh, and we do a year to date, well, one year, I guess is what we should do. Uh, and you see a 57% gain on Home Depot. It, it almost sends this implication that, oh, my gosh, Home Depot is is a growth play. Let's go. Uh, but, uh, you know, Home Depot is certainly a company that grows. So does Lowe's. But nowhere near something like a genomics company or an Internet company or a chip company. Right. So anyway, uh, it's interesting. There, you know, there's a lot of talk that, hey, if, if growth moderates, you want to be in the staples. You want to be in the, the Costco's, the Target's. Uh, Target, great company, loved it. Rode this thing during the pandemic. Uh, look at this. Target did thirty percent last year. Let's grab cost here. Uh, Costco did forty nine percent last year. Right, absolutely incredible performance. So, uh, with our uh, typical inflation overhang, there, there's always this this potential that a lot of folks flock towards uh, these these uh, uh, larger staples it, that that did very well in twenty one. But I'm not convinced that these are the ones that are going to explode in 2022. Not convinced of that. Uh, I'm a little bit more middle of, of the road where I think I, I'm not convinced that I want to go all in yet on, on things like therapeutics and genomics, but I do like some of the higher valuation plays, uh, but in the advertising space. Look at this. Here's, for example, Trade Desk. I just got into this position about a month ago. Uh, and uh, it, it, throughout most of 2021, it actually didn't perform that great. It's Trade Desk, the advertising uh, uh, company or management company, you know, 18%, kind of generic. Enphase uh, and Affirm are kind of in that boat as well. I mean, look at that. Enphase, if you held it from the start of the year, it was only a 6%er. 
Uh, I mean, that's certainly one of the lower ones. Uh, same with Affirm, right? Uh, now, obviously, Tesla killed it at 44% and is killing it today as well. But, uh, I mean, this this is interesting to me where I'm almost thinking to myself, well, I don't mind being in some of these middle-of-the-road plays where I'm not going for this, like, hyper, hyper crazy growth, but I'm going for uh, moderated growth. Or I shouldn't say moderate. I'm going for growth companies, but not that extreme growth that's going to get crushed by inflation. So I I like these uh, as as core plays here. Uh, so that does make me a little bit concerned, though, about, uh, for example, uh, you know something like Nvidia. Uh, Nvidia just absolutely crushed it in 2021. Will it crush it again in 2022? Well, it could. Uh, and uh, I I don't particularly see. Uh, profitability for for chipsets and uh, self-driving autonomy fading anytime soon, but you never know. Performance could always wane. Look at that Walmart. Actually, uh, that's an interesting one. That you've got a discretion or uh, a staple here that uh, that that pulled a negative for the year. That's interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, other things to keep in mind are that uh, some companies like they they don't have to go up, right? This is another thing to keep in mind. Uh, about stocks is higher valuation companies like Peloton, which lost folks 75% in 2021, 75%. That's insane. Uh, Redfin 42%. I mean, th this is incredible. Look at this. Pa Let's go throw in Poshmark here. 83% Chegg. Uh, Chegg dropped. Yeah, look at some of these returns, folks. Peloton, 75. Poshmark, 83. Chegg, 64. So some of the companies that, that have the most potentially unclear profitability path or or path to sustainability, uh, they they just got destroyed. Uh, you know, if, if folks believe that, for example, Peloton bikes were just a, you know, a fad of the, of the pandemic and... Now it's over. That's not good. That's not good. Remember, they, they bought Precore for $400 million. For me, that was a big red flag. Uh, it just in, in one degree on valuation side, it's like, wait a minute. Why are the fitness equipment manufacturers selling for so low? Uh, but, it, I mean, it's it, it's a great thing for Peloton. I don't get me wrong. It's a wonderful thing for Peloton. But uh, it, it almost signaled like, hmm, is the public market just misvaluing Man. Anyway, public market started to adjust its uh, impressions. Uh, so uh, another thing that was very interesting is that uh, there was a report that since 1980, there have been 11 instances in which the market breadth narrowed sharply. Uh, so market breadth is is how, uh, how many stocks are doing well. And the argument here was that uh, the substantially large ones within the S&P 500 uh, Adobe, Tesla, Microsoft, Apple, Google, and so on. Those were the ones that did extremely well. And between a period of April and October of 2021, you had more money flow into those large stocks, those core stocks, than, than other things. And uh, that becomes a little bit of an issue because if those don't do well, for some reason, the growth at, at for example, Microsoft and Apple slow down or... The stock market says, hey, we're, we're good with you all for a while. You had a great 2021. Now it's time for other things to do well. 
could the indices slow down? Uh, I don't know if, if honestly invest, sometimes I think this, I wonder if like investment managers are just, uh, uh, you know, slamming on, on, on the S and P 500 because it did extremely well in 2021. And it was actually probably not very easy for most people to keep up with it. Uh, and that makes it a villain, right. For, for, for the money management side, because it's kind of like, what, what do I need a money manager for if, the S&P 500 is doing well. Uh, I, I think it's always important to look at an investment portfolio in five to 10 year increments uh, rather than year to year. But uh, that ain't going to stop the market from comparing things year to year. So it'll be really interesting to see how 22 plays out. Uh, one thing, another thing that I thought was interesting as well is Bloomberg talked about the power of, of uh, inflation on uh, discounting future earnings. And uh, they just gave an example, which you could really do this very easily by grabbing a spreadsheet and just throwing in the present value or just doing it on your phone or whatever. Uh, I forgot how to do it on my phone. I just use a spreadsheet myself. But uh, I used to know. But anyway, uh, you can discount. Uh, I mean, I guess I could just multiply times. To, yeah, exponentially multiply. That's probably the way to do it. But actually, it is. But anyway, um, here I am remembering my college math. But anyway, uh, if you had one dollar uh, of uh, earnings ten years from now, and you discounted that by two percent, it would only be worth eighty-two cents today. So that eighty-two percent today, compounded at two percent, should should get to about a dollar in ten years. Uh, but uh, if you discount at five percent, you take a dollar in ten years and you bring it down to only sixty-one cents, which is like forty percent off. And uh, what's interesting is you see a lot of that heavy discounting affecting uh, the Kathy Wood kind of stocks. It's kind of, um, kind of makes sense because you've got growth further out. Now we'll see if inflation reverses course, which uh, most expect it to, and, and we expect it to rotate down. Then I think that'll, uh, that'll be very useful for uh, helping prop up some of these uh, stocks that got destroyed. But anyway, uh, okay, good. So uh, it is also another thing that is is something we have to pay attention to is the flattening of the yield curve. Okay, now when I say this, I think a lot of folks might get confused by this because it's just a, a weird way to put it because it, it's like graphs are curves even when they're flat or um, maybe not necessarily flat, but but like just lines. Okay, so I think an easy thing to do is just quickly, quickly say, what do they mean when the, the yield curve is flat? What they mean is all you have to do is take the 10, well, it depends which yield curve you're looking at, but usually we take the 10-year, we subtract the two-year. And let's say the 10-year was 2% and the two-year was 0.3%, right? Well, then the difference on the chart would be 1.7, right? That would be the difference. If this now went to 1.8 and 0.4, now the difference is 1.6 at some future point in time. And if this went to, I don't know, 1.5 and 0.5, uh, there we go, then the difference would be 1, right? There you go. 
So you kind of get this. I mean, you could you could certainly, I suppose, see it as a curve depending on how much time goes on and if it, it operates in a nonlinear function, which it does. But anyway, uh, let's now say we have the rates that we have today, just so you could kind of see why people call it a curve. Right now we're at 1.59. Uh, I guess I should put that up here. 1.59. And the two-year just hit a new high. It's kind of wild. The two-year, oh, man, just hit 0.8, right? Now now you only have a difference of about 0.8. Uh, so you're here. So, so this is kind of what they mean when they talk about a curve. I suppose you could see something like that. But anyway, what's happening is it's flattening, right? Flattening, like, here's your ultimate flat line, right? The horizontal axis, zero, flat line. And uh, it's flattening because we're we're approaching zero. It's it's kind of like uh, approaching, uh, uh, well, well, yeah, it's actually very much like approaching zero in, in calculus. Um, but anyway, okay, so uh, that's, that's what people mean when they mean a flattening yield curve. And, and when you look at the two-year, what's really interesting is it, it is kind of plummeting. I'm sorry, it's not plummeting. It's, it's the yield curve is plummeting, but the two years rising substantially and it's rising even more today. Now, unfortunately, and this isn't great, but a flattening yield curve is uh, a, a potential sign of financial distress. Uh, it, if, we, uh, if we flipped and the two year had a higher yield than the 10, uh, then that could signal a recession coming within 12 to 18 months, which isn't great. We've already got Elon Musk thinking that. So uh, very interesting surge today, uh, specifically, and on the two-year uh, of, of almost 0.8. I mean, this is, this is a high. In fact, if we just go out, when did we last see something like this? Uh, well, I mean, look, look at... Hold on. Where, where were we before the pandemic? Uh, that's interesting. Well, there you go. If anything, it, it, you know, this this makes it look less bad. But what's interesting is this is where you had your last inversion. And, uh, it, you know, I don't think I don't think the yield curve could have predicted COVID, but uh, it, it nailed it. You know, we had an inversion of the yield curve and then all of a sudden we had a recession within a year. <laughs> it's kind of scary. And it's consistently held true. Now, the recession was because of COVID, but still. So anyway, when you look out in this context, we just see kind of that trend of declining interest rates, declining natural rates over time, but that's normal. Growth goes down, uh, inflation goes down. That's uh, the general trend. But the more recent surge, I think, is uh, something that some folks look at now as, uh, as, as really a pain because of the Fed's action that, uh, uh oh, what, what if we raise rates too fast, but inflation uh, does not necessarily um, run up? or uh stay up okay let's see here it looks like uh, uh neo is having a little bit of a run as well here in the pre-market let's let's take a look at what we've got with stocks so we've got let's look at let's start with red and uh, let me get the indices out here as well Hold on a sec. Let's see here. Indices, indices, indices. There we go. Okay. There we go. So we got the Dow up uh, one third or about one third, 0.3. S&P up 0.35. NASDAQ up 0.39. So each of them sitting roughly at about a third. 
In terms of losers in the pre-market, let's look here. Not much. You've got Purple Innovation uh, down 2%. You've got Silver down 2%. DD sitting at $4.09. Uh, you, you bid, otherwise everything's virtually under 1% here. You did have some interesting, uh, shifting in, uh, China with Evergrande, uh, getting a notice to demolish some 10 buildings or so that obtained an illegal permit or, or some argument like this. Uh, sometimes I just wonder if, if the Chinese government really likes to assert its dominance during, uh, during rough times. And it's kind of just like, Hey, Impulse permit demo. It's kind of like, whoa, whoa, can, can we talk about this? Nope, demo. I, I personally doubt some of these buildings are actually just going to get demolished. Apartment buildings, I mean, it's a lot of waste. And, and you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, can't you, can't you get a permit and, and make sure whatever the problems there were were fixed? Uh, I don't know. Maybe China says, hey, we can't inspect it. Don't trust it. Start over. It's crazy. But, um, hey. To some degree, it kind of makes sense. You know, I don't want to be in an unpermitted apartment building. <laughs> uh, you know, it's one thing if somebody doesn't pull a permit for their ceiling fan or their, their kitchen remodel because they don't want to get stuck with the city for a year. Uh, but uh, it's, it's another thing when you get you to start over. Anyway, oh, wow, look at that Tesla surge. Holy moly. Uh, take a look at this here. You've got a Tesla at uh, almost 9% right now in the pre-market, sitting at about 1150. Uh, this, by the way, is my technical analysis here. We, uh, I, you know, after the uh, report of deliveries over the weekend, uh, I really am expecting a breakout of this channel. This channel is what we've had, right? The lower highs, the lower lows. Y'all know this, especially those of you in the uh, Stocks and Psychology Money Group, you, you know this. Uh, and, and I do believe that as we're seeing now, Tesla's up 9% right now. But I did say this over the weekend that I did believe that this could be a breakout easily to about 1250. So it, it wouldn't shock me to see Tesla continue to run, but but I do want to sort of dampen euphoria uh, because I, I don't love euphoria when, when it comes to uh, the stock market. This is quite euphoric, what, what's happening here in the pre-market right now. It's kind of like people are waking up, the day traders are waking up and they're like, oh, I'm day trading Tesla today. So uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, how much of this is day trading and how much of this is uh, actual uh, investing uh, in into Tesla for the longer term. You know, I, I don't want to suggest that day trading is, is not investing. I think it's more of well, day trading. I mean, it's, it's uh, making a job out of investing uh, and then uh, making investment moves on a daily basis, right? certainly under the umbrella of but anyway uh shift technologies up four uh, percent right now so which was really interesting because thursday we had this sort of fake out rally and then uh friday we chillaxed a little bit in the market now we got green let's see all right so uh okay somebody here says they bought uh calls for Tesla, you bought, wow, uh, you bought one and two week calls in anticipation of, uh, of Tesla. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't want, I, I never tell anybody what to do. You know, what, what you want to do is up to you. 
Me personally, I would probably take some of this this nine ten percent hype. Watch how it how it moves right at the beginning. But as soon as I started seeing some red, I don't know. Personally, I'd I'd take that massive gain because I I I don't want to I don't want to see it go back down to you know up four percent because the day the traders left and and your options pricing has gotten substantially worse. I think you've got a a sweet gain there. Personally, I, I, like nobody, what do they say? You can't go bankrupt taking a profit. That could not be more true on option contracts. Uh, option contracts are, uh, are are something where I, I think we think, oh, if we just diamond hand it, it'll get better. You know, it rarely does. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, yeah. All right. Uh, so what else do we have here? We've got uh, Lemonade at 2.4. Nothing really special here. We've got nine minutes to be open here. Tesla hanging around 8.8. How is our crypto doing? So uh, crypto, I think, is very interesting because we are going to be sort of facing these, these uh, inflation headwinds of the prospect that inflation will decline. Uh, I mean, this is just perfect kind of bouncing here within our, our ranges here. But uh, and, and then these continued false breakouts, false breakouts, false breakouts, false breakouts. You know, you you even have the this sort of the classic trader rule is the following. You get breakout, you return to the resistance line, you bounce off the resistance line. That's it. It's a signal of of the, the true rally. Yeah, no. <laughs> like the, the power of the magnet uh, of these lines here is, is very, very incredible. Yeah, we are just stuck over here on uh, on BTC. So we'll see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's see. Let's go look and see what headlines we can hunt for uh, over the next eight minutes here. Uh, if you joined after I started, I highly encourage you to watch the beginning part of the stream back, even on 2x, because we talked a lot about discretionaries uh, versus, let's say, staples or growth or what kind of growth. Uh, I, I thought the intro was quite decent, so I, I would check that out. Uh, yeah, never, never heard of Himex. I, I apologize. You sent $5 for me to tell you. I've never heard about it, but it's true. And I don't know what to tell you either. All right. So, uh, you know, I, at this point, I, I, and I've said this before, I think everybody's going to get Omicron <laughs> or at least get exposed to it. Hopefully you're asymptomatic when you do. But, uh, I, I really think with this, this case surge, like I said before, it's coming. I gave Lauren... I want to say it was about December 6th or 7th. I think we were just coming back from Cabo. And Lauren said, hey, what do you think the odds are that Max is going to get Omicron? Uh, I said there's a 95% chance that by the end of January, he's going to end up getting Omicron. I, I mean, I hope not. But uh, Lauren thought I was crazy. And I'm like, it's just, it's we're going to have an exponential surge. It's, it's going to be everywhere. Uh, so I, I, I think now we're we're basically into the thick of it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, and, and, you know, I don't want to take this like 
fatalistic view either that like, oh, it's inevitable. Like, oh, don't don't wear your mask. You're you're screwed. I, I, I don't think there's an inevitability. I just think there's a high likelihood. Uh, and, and mask didn't wear a mask anyway. <laughs> He's three. And I know some three year olds do uh, wear masks. But uh, anyway, whatever. All right. Not much here. I'll send Bloomberg. That's new. So, uh, okay. Families brace as monthly child tax credits cease. Yeah, you know, what really kind of bothers me is is you got a lot of um, of, of folks on Twitter uh, who who are uh, loudly, uh, you know, who are who are loudly left, like extremely loudly left. And uh, ooh, Etsy store shout out to four twenty and three D. That's awesome. Four twenty and three D. That sounds cool. Uh, anyway. You, and and these these Twitter accounts, they uh, f- are are sending this signal that Congress is taking away people's monthly uh, income, that they're that they're being robbed of their three hundred and and uh, two hundred fifty dollars per month, that Congress is taking it away, and and how dare they take take away money from Americans, and and I think the whole uh, premise eludes a lot of these Twitter accounts that this was up front supposed to be two six-month payments. You know, one six-month payment you'd get on a monthly basis and one that you would get when you file your taxes for 2022. So this this expectation that this child tax credit was supposed to last forever, it doesn't make sense to me. It's it's illogical. Like if we choose to, to pass more stimulus, so that makes sense. But uh, that would be a, an active choice. Not it's not like somebody's actively like rug pulling poor people by taking away their child tax credit. It's it's, it's the, some of the lunacy on, on Twitter is just disgusting. But anyway, uh, so but keep that in mind. Uh, and remember, we there is still a chance we're going to see that uh, stimulative style boost when that second half comes through uh, people's tax returns, which I would expect filing period opens in February. Probably sometime between end of March, early, or sorry, end of February, early March, through uh, certainly April, March, April, you'll see some form of uh, stimulative effect of, of people maybe spending a little bit more money. We'll see. Somebody here says we just used it to pay off debt. Well, hey, good for you. Take it, pay off debt, invest. Anyway. All right, uh, so Omicron and rate rises cloud optimism for 2022. That's a microphone there. Okay. Uh, Tesla opened showroom in China. Another one here. Zin, how do you say this? Zin, 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 I'm going to go with that. Anyway, India hits Apple with antitrust. Okay, let's find some more news here. Can we, can we get anything interesting? GM and Volkswagen build up their battery supply chains amid EV push. All you need is Tesla. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't want to suggest that you want to be all in on one stock because I do think some form of portfolio balancing is very important. So you, you don't want one company to go BK. Not that I think Tesla's going to go BK, but, you know, imagine it did. And then your your investment portfolio went to zero, right? Um 
that would be bad. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's see here. All right, quiet on the Wall Street Journal front. Oh, interesting. The anniversary of the Jan 6 riots come up, coming up. Hospitalizations will be the true test of Omicron. Well, we've been watching this for a while, and uh, fortunately, knock on wood, no crazy, uh, no crazy moves yet in hospitalizations. Even, you know, what was really mind-blowing to me was uh, there was all this talk about how hospitalizations for children were going up in, in New York, that New York City was seeing this 5X surge in, in children admitted to the hospital for COVID. But then they compared it to how many children go to the hospital for the flu. And it was actually less. So like the media was trying to go fear monger about, uh, about this surge of, of cases of uh, these pediatric cases. When we actually were having lower hospitalizations than the flu. That was interesting. Um, so I, I want to keep an eye on that. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe the surge is just the beginning of an inflection point. Uh, and, uh, and you could end up seeing some sort of, uh, mad dash of, uh, of cases, which would be good. Uh, did, did Neo report deliveries, by the way, we got the bell in about 55 seconds. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. We did actually get, uh, deliveries here from Neo. Neo. Uh, let's see here. Over the weekend, the company said it had delivered 10,489 electric vehicles in December, up almost 50% from a year ago. Nice. Over 10K again. That's great. You know, there was a lot of concern in November, or uh, rather in October. Pretty sure it was October. They had these partial shutdowns, uh, and uh, there was a lot of concern then. But uh, this is good. Good rebound here for Neo. We finally get it over 30, uh, decently above 30 again here. So I'm going to throw up Tesla here. I really want to see how Tesla behaves because I think this is a lot of day trading that just went into here. That's why I was suggesting, you know, you got short-term off options. I'd, I'd be taking some tendies. You're going to need to see less curve flattening uh, in order for a lot of these financials to do really well. Absolutely. You're also going to have to see uh, both re regulatory problems cured in both City and Wells. I think Wells is far ahead of that. Charlie Sharp needs to take out a lot of costs. But again, these stocks are cheap. So those who are just saying, you know what, there's nothing cheap in this market. Open your eyes. Goldman Sachs yeah. sells at six. See, that, this is not a surprise to me that, that Tesla is actually rotating down right at the opening bell. It's a lot of... Uh, you know, trader euphoria went into that. But then again, the in the first minute uh, can be very hit or miss. You know, this this could end up easily rotating back up. But that, that's just not a terrible surprise to me. Uh, it's still at 8%. But uh, anyway. So uh, NEO, 5.9%. Uh, Electromechanica also moving up nicely here. 5.7%. Uh, Playboy, 2.4%. Blink, 420 I mean, 42 uh, looking towards, let's see the losers here. Voyager Digital down 6.52. Um, uh, all right. What's going on with Voyager? If this is updated properly or not. Anyway, you can, because I'm not actually seeing the flashes on it moving. Anyway, uh, Roblox 0.9%. Cloudflares down about 0.8%. No biggie or half percent actually now moving around. There's not a lot of loss here. 
I mean, you have maybe two pages on our watch list of red, but it's quite nominal. I mean, two, three percent, one percent, big deal. It's quite nominal. Uh, okay, is Tesla, it's it's, uh, it's it's really struggling to hold on to that eight percent right now. We'll see. You're getting you're getting fight back here. You know, this is uh, again somewhat uh, somewhat expected to see some profit taking immediately uh, at the open here. We're now at about seven point nine percent, eight percent. We keep we keep re going going back to about that eleven forty level. Uh, Tesla really wants to be above eleven forty right now. So I wonder if we're going to start turning green here and uh, stay above that one, uh, that uh, 1040 or sorry, 1140 figure. We'll see uh, a lot of pushback. Look at it. Seeing that by the dipping happening there. I mean, not this is much of a dip. I mean, it's it's up. There we go. Uh, looks like the bulls are, are taking over here. This is like tug of war, honestly. 8.3 now. Here we go. Can we flip it? Can we flip it? This is going to be like squid games. It's tug of war. That is such a weird analogy. I don't know why that works so well, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 they're getting pulled into the pit. Oh, they just the, the other team just is is getting dragged. They're getting dragged in, into the middle. They're gonna gonna fall into the pit. <laughs> now now they're getting yoinked. Oh my gosh. Uh oh wow. So uh, initial profit taking. Uh, very common to see at the first few minutes. We'll see if that trader momentum can keep going. We'll see. All right, we'll come back to this. We're not, not going to spend all day playing tug of war with the sticks. Although it is quite entertaining, uh, I will say. Oh, oh no, they're, they're, it ain't over. They're, they're still fighting. They're still fighting them. <laughs> see, like this is the, the midpoint line maybe where, where either the bulls or the bears win. <laughs> oh, man. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so ooh, what's... Uh, STNE Limited having a little surge here. Uh, let me see if there's any particular news for this or if this is just uh, some momentum that's coming in here. So STNE. Let's see here. STNE. All right. So. <laughs> Stone. What is this? Stone. JP income adds Ginny made pool to cut stone. No, it's a cut to stone. Eh, you don't remember what they do. Take a peek, look at that. But I don't see any particular news. So provides financial technology solutions, end-to-end cloud-based technology to conduct. Oh, this was the Brazilian company. That's right. The Brazilian fintech. Right. There's been some momentum with that one at play. Oh, man. This is such an even battle between the bulls and the bears today. Anyway, uh, XL Fleet trying to move a little bit here. Here we go. 6.5%. Smile Direct. Okay, some of the smalls coming back here. Smile Direct Lemonade coming back for another uh, uh, green day here. How's that Shift Technologies? Yeah, Shift uh, is only about 2%. Neo's actually fallen here at the open. Neo was uh, was substantially higher. It should be pretty red here. Yeah, look at that. Neo's not having as much of a euphoric fight as Tesla is. Yeah, uh, numbers were not as spectacular. 
Moderna down about 5% here. Cloudflare now down about 2.2. Let's see here. And then you got some Chinese companies over here falling a little bit more. JD, DD, and so on. How's how's the Rob? How's Vlad? Yo, Vlad, how, how you doing, man? Kind of boring over here, Vlad. You know, we, we got to spice it up a little bit, okay? It's, it's, it's tweet something, would you? <laughs> no, that's all. It'll come in time. Oh, look at that. A nice little NVIDIA push there. Ooh, very nice. 4.2% all of a sudden. Very, very nice. We don't talk about Vlad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Almost almost up 4.2% on NVIDIA. All right. So uh, Tesla is uh, bulls are taking over. Here we go. Uh-oh. The tug of war battle continues. We, we are almost. Oh, oh, oh. We just crossed 9% there for a second. We're pushing over. That's it. If if we can break out of this tug of war battle, I think it's uh I think that's optimism for Tesla. Uh at, at least for for the early trading season. You never know if these traders are all just going to bail on you a couple hours before closing. Oh my gosh, the bulls are Oh, they're doing it. They're doing it. Oh my goodness. They're almost they almost go Oh! They're pushing them over. I don't. I don't know why. Why I'm getting so much entertaining out, out of this this image that all of a sudden this was this epic tug of war battle. But it's it's. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah that that is that is impressive. Uh, there we go. Up about nine point four percent right now for Tesla. I mean, this is a huge move, folks. I, I I want you to put this into perspective for a moment. This is a trillion dollar company folks trillion dollar company and, and it just uh it just moved 9.5 percent that's incredible i want to see that 10 percent. can we get to that 10 percent? 9.6 there we go 9.7 again if you're just now joining i recommend that you watch from the beginning we talked a lot about uh, uh, the flattening yield curve, uh, risks for 2022, uh, how the market could be different, stocks that could do well compared to ones that have already maybe had their run. So I uh, highly encourage that. We now have a full candlestick forming, wick included, above uh, our, uh, our, our tug of war, war line here. Let's see if this ends up reversing. But we'll come back. We don't wait. All right. So uh, how's, how are indices performing right now? Uh, and then we'll go hunting a little bit more for some uh, news. Oh, you know, the indices are actually apparently doing very well. Oh, Enphase. Uh, Enphase not, not doing much right now. Uh, let's go CNBC. Wait, what? This isn't the California I married. Wait, wait, wait. Please, please poop on the governor. Oh, this is about fires. 41 minutes long. Is it only about fires? Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, it is. It's a, That's interesting. A very deep dive there probably on the fires. Uh, anyway, what was it? Uh, now I forgot what I was looking at. Dang it. Oh well. Uh, okay, so um, we'll go find something else. Uh, Bloomberg. 
Oh, that's right. We were going to look at the indices. Oh, I, that is an interesting goggle set in 2022 glasses there. Uh, okay, so Dow Jones still sitting at about a third. You know, what really took off here so far is the uh, uh, the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ was up about 0.3 at open, and we're now up about uh, 0.82. Very interesting. Uh, at the same time, as, as some stocks are falling, this here is actually end phase, going back down to about that one point, uh, that 180 level. Cloudflare, uh, I did, uh, yeah, wow. Um, Cloudflare is at 124 right now, sitting down about 4.57%. Uh, and Matterport is is having a sticky situation over in that 20 to 22 region. Uh, oh, Tesla's almost at 10%. Oh, my gosh. It, it's going to go to 10%. This is incredible. Huh. All right. Uh, oh, oh, there it is. 10%. We just touched it. Oh, my gosh. We touched it. <laughs> that's incredible uh all right so we've got wow uh this is just this is somewhat unreal uh to watch and and what's in, what's really incredible about it too and this is i think something very important in, in the stock market is uh that it's not only momentum yes don't get me wrong there is a lot of momentum in this but it's moving for a fundamental reason it's not moving because Wall Street bets posted some something, right? It's moving because the company did something good. The company performed extremely well. Uh, so shout out to Tesla. Honestly, that's that's uh, that's very empowering. Uh, so good, good for Tesla. Hopefully, that's very motivating to uh, everyone who works at Tesla. Oh, it's so weird writing the date. January 3rd, 2022. There you go. Tesla is over. Um, this is the this is the first trading day. That, yeah, first first trading day of the year. Tesla gets off like this. Unreal timing. Anyway, all right. Uh, Nvidia stable around that uh, oh, roughly 3.75 four-ish percent here. Uh, shift. Well, there's Lucid. Lucid about two and a half percent. Shift two and a half percent. Neo really gave up a little bit. Wanted to sympathize. We wanted to simp for Tesla, but just didn't work. Yeah, I couldn't keep it up. And Moderna is getting smoked here, folks. Moderna now down about 6.8%. Uh, I, I do wonder now if there is news for Moderna, but I'm also seeing Cloudflare continue to drop uh, down about 5% right now. It's so weird. I sold all of my Cloudflare uh, last, last week, was it? I don't know, something like that. Anybody in the Stocks and Psychology Money Group knows because, well, you all get the buy-sell alerts, I said. That, that is weird. I do wonder if there's news for mRNA uh, and Cloudflare. Now, one of my theses, and I've been saying this throughout the pandemic, is that I really want to get into an exposure to uh, the mRNA-style companies or for in, in terms of what they can even do for, like, cancer and things like that, right? Like, like deep medical research and innovations, the therapeutics and that. Uh, but I've regularly said that I don't want to get into them during the pandemic because I think that they've become an escape for people. Uh, so I, I kind of think they're, they're like a crowded safe room. So it's it's kind of like you're you're in you're in a building and and all of a sudden there's a tornado coming, 
and and everybody's running into like the Moderna and and the uh, the, the Peloton, right? This, right, like the, the people are getting out of those rooms and they're, they're not going back to them. So I, I really think that those are an expected bleed and have been an expected bleed or, or to ex uh, bleed. But uh, let's see here. We've got uh, mRNA. I don't really see news here. Yeah, some firm makes an investment. No, blah, blah, blah. That's boring. Okay, so I don't particularly see news on Moderna. Let me see if there's Cloudflare news that's making us move on Cloudflare. Uh, and then we'll also take a look at what uh, what the suits are saying. No, no Cloudflare move here. Uh, or, or news, I should say, rather. It's so weird. The thing ran to like $200, too. Uh, so... Okay, uh, tax uh, gain, kindred value sectors gaining much s Okay, last year, all of the sectors in the S&P 500 posted double-digit gains for the first time. Cyclical sectors had a robust 21. However, the rally in tech prevented groups such as energy and banks from gaining much ground in the index. Oh, gaining ground, in other words, relative to tech. Well, of course. Uh, financials, including banks, also outperformed. Uh, S&P uh, energy is only now 2.7% of the S&P. Yet tech, the third best performer of 2021, added to its weight. Uh, tech now making up 29.2% of the S&P. Wow. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for tech. Okay. It's, it's like, it's like, look, you, you, you can have your choice of, of, men or women like like if you know if, if you're into women maybe you like blondes maybe you like brunettes you know maybe you like a certain it's, it's kind of like that for me with, with stocks uh you know i just I'm a sucker for that tech uh so it'll be interesting to see how 2022 does i, I really also as a result uh hope that uh that in inflation inflects down but you can't will it you have to be you have to be realistic if inflation doesn't inflect down then then, then you're going to be in for a little wild ride. Uh, final manufacturing PMI just came in at 57.7, tiny little bit lower than expected, 57.8, uh, and a little bit lower than the previous. So a little, little slower there on the manufacturing uh, orders. All right, how are things continuing to evolve here? The news on Moderna is nobody wants their booster due to slightly worse side effects. Literally everyone in line asked for Pfizer or Moderna. Is is this true or are other people seeing this as well? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't know anything about that. Uh, I, I can't fact check this or corroborate this, but uh, that, that is interesting if, if that is potentially the case. Uh, because we do now have Moderna down about 7.15%. Cloudflare down about 5.22%. CrowdStrike's also moving down. So it, what it really looks like is you're having a continuation of the software compression here, folks. Yeah, uh, the I mean, you, oh, uh, even uh, now a firm's rotating down about two percent. But uh, Unity, uh, Monday.com, Bill.com, Roblox, Cloudflare, CrowdStrike, the more expensive software ones seem to be the ones rotating down. DocuSign rotating down. Uh, Redfin's caught up in the mix. Tesla's hanging out right at that about ten percent level. Uh, let's see here. Nvidia three six. Robinhood's having a little bit of a move. You know, there's, there's nothing to get excited about with Robinhood. It, it it seems to just toy with us around this eighteen range. GGPI sitting at two point seven eight. Um, yeah. Oh, it's so weird. 
itchy head, but then there's no hair. You know, what I will say about having no hair is, uh, you know, shampooing is is the fastest it could ever possibly be. <laughs> uh, all right. Can we can we have a hunt for some some more headlines here, please? FDA expands Pfizer booster eligibility to kids 12 to 15. It's weird. I, th I thought, really, booster eligibility? I didn't know they did that separately. You know, I thought if, if they approved the vaccine, the booster would also. I guess not. I guess it is separate. Anyway. All right. So let's see here. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, uh, 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 decision for uh, this. There's nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. We Wall Street Journal and, and Bloomberg. This was boring. COVID drove workers to quit. Here's why from someone who saw it coming. Uh, okay, some theories about, about, hold on. What's this? End phase moving down 3% in one bar. Is that true? What's going Oh, oh, whoa. What, what just all of a sudden happened here? Uh, hold on. This is Hood. Oh, Tesla's seeing it as well. Oh, 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 oh. What, 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 what just happened? Oh, my gosh. What is happening? What the heck? Dude, the S&P 500 was just rallying. It was up half percent. We're getting rug pulled. It, it, it's a rugging. <laughs> the stock market. Welcome to 2022 where the stock market rug pulls you. Oh my gosh. What? What? What's happening? Everything. Everything just uh just just uh, rotated uh to the downside here. Uh I, I I don't I don't I don't know what just happened. It it certainly is not going to be market manufacturing PMI. Hold on a sec. Let me let me see here. What what is this? Uh, I, I don't particularly see a reason. Uh, huh. Okay. That is, that is a very disappointing way to update enthusiasm here or, or to rob us of enthusiasm. Yeah. Test. Look at that. Uh, what? What happened? Hold on a sec here. Uh, somebody say Biden tweeted something. I, I don't know that this could be somebody being facetious. Let's see here. Mm, 20 minutes ago. Uh, lead in the water. No. Oh, I did. Uh, no, no. Okay, this is quite odd. How are the indices? That was very unexpected. It's a live rugging. Oh my gosh. Everything just went red. Dude, we just had ourselves a stock market rug pull. What is happening? Golly, that was a, you know, in the 18 minutes was, was, you know, I, I guess that's okay. You know, uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, 
seems a little short, but I, I you know, I, I, I guess that's okay. I don't know. Can we, can we get it up again? Can we keep going? I don't know. The Dow literally just went from positive 0.35 to negative 0.24. The S&P was, was up to, to a half percent. Now it's negative 0.06. The NASDAQ ran up to 0.08. I'm sorry, 0.8. It almost ran up 1%. And, uh, and, and now it's almost flat. All right. Is, is 2022 going to be the year where, where we start putting Kahlua in our, in our coffee? Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Carnival saying, don't worry. Don't worry. The party's continuing. Yeah, no, there's, there's no way it was the manufacturing PMI. This is no, no. Um, Moderna continuing to fall. Uh, hitting a somewhat bottom here, 124 on. Uh, on cloud oh look at the matterport dropping on oh under 20 oh that's breaking a floor Uh uh-oh uh-oh hold on a second here uh that's not good hold on we're getting some floor breaks here this is a bad thing actually hold on floor breaks okay cloudflare uh matterport have just broke both broken their floor today. Wow. Wait, what was the floor for toast? Uh 30. No, we're still above the floor for toast. What's happening? Upstart 146. Uh software continuing to press. Well, Tesla's trying to come back up. Hold on, let's go to the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Tesla's... Wow. That was a very weird movement there. That was broad-based, too. I mean, everything got hit. Wait, where'd Carnival just go? I thought Carnival was doing well up here. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. What? Now they're all green. This is what a roller coaster that was right there. That was intense. All right. Well, Tesla's back over 9% now. And, um, well, Dave and Buster's. Oh, Dave and Buster's almost at $40. I, this, I do want to pay attention to some of these breaks here, though, folks. Uh, uh, that is, that is not a good sign. Uh, Matterport broke we actually had written down cloudflare at 130 and matterport 21 to 22 we have broken broken all of these right now uh matterport at 19.9 uh cloudflare at uh, now 123 124 xping down 3.7 snowflake Let's see how snowflake been behaving lately uh day looks bad yeah, yeah, definitely a consolidation here. Well, I guess the 2022 is going to be the year of buy the dip. 
<laughs> oh wait, that was 2021 and we're out of money. <laughs> 2022 isn't supposed to go that way. Unless, of course, you're in Tesla. Then you can sell Tesla to go buy the dip on everything else. Adobe. Uh, not near floor, so that's good. Not a lot terribly red. Uh, that I mean, it's, it's still... I mean, when I say terribly red, I, I want to say not a lot that's like super, super deep. But we've definitely increased the super deep. Like uh, we we started out with the, the biggest thing that was down was purple innovation was down like 2%, right? Well, all of a sudden now we've got things like Monday.com down 6.7%. Cloudflare is down 6%. Roblox down 4.33%. Affirm down 4%. Uh, you know, JD down 3.8%. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Uh, so we are, we are seeing an expansion here of, of the pain. How, how is Bitcoin performing during this, this bizarreness here? Tesla back to 9.35. Not sure if it's going to make it to that 10% closing on day one here, but, uh, yeah, BTC d did not like this. Look at that folks. Come on, man. Like, could you be more, you know, Bitcoin, we need to have a conversation when I draw lines. I respect it when when you when you dance around them. Uh, it makes me feel good because it means my technical analysis is on point. Uh, but we need to have a conversation, okay? At some point, we're going to have to break up from these lines. At some point, you're just going to have to move on. I hope that is to the upside. We'll see. Uh, okay, Etsy. Down about 1% here. Arc G's down a little. Hmm. Yeah, today it is, it is a Tesla day, folks. Is, is Vlad surviving? Vlad's surviving. 2.66%. We're getting a slight curve there on, on Hood. Look at that. This is basically the beginning of a breakout rally here for Robin Hood. That's it. We're going to the moon. You see this, folks? Look at those chart. Look at those candlesticks. This this is how the moon. This is how rocket ships take off at Robinhood. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, going back to the minute here, just to understand. Looks like we did hit some form of bottom here on Neo intraday. Uh, also, Nvidia, some form of bottom here within the last five minutes. Uh, Tesla, same thing. Some sort of bizarre sudden selling we saw there. Let's see if the so far I, I haven't seen anything that the suits have said. Carnival's doing actually very well right now. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, here's a little update that came by a couple minutes ago. U.S. equities paired gains and Treasuries extended losses as traders braced for the start of a potential potentially volatile year and three expected rate hikes from the Fed. S&P was little closed after 20 minutes in. Bottom line, the outlook is positive, but the removal of stimulus slash accommodation from the global economy is a major theme to watch in 2022. It'll be the first time since 2018 that the Fed is hiking rates, and that change will impact markets throughout the year. Among notable moves, okay, well, Tesla, we've already talked about that. Video. As we flip the calendar year 
or the calendar over, many of the current market concerns uh, are well known and arguably well priced in at both the index and more predominantly at the uh, average stock level. We suggest markets have done an overly efficient job in selling the rumor and will likely start buying the news. Well, we'll see. Okay, that's that's just one fund manager's anticipation. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, let's go back over uh, to the sticks. Taking a brief look here. Carnival taking off, my friends. Carnival Cruise Lines uh, doing very very well. Carnival Cruise Line didn't mind, you know, that brief the brief power outage at the party. The party is continuing, folks. The party continues. Uh, except for Tesla is also slowing down again here, that 8.5%. Carnival Cruise Lines, 5.3%. That's a big move. Delta Airlines, 37 This comes after the airlines warn of a very tough uh, Q1 ahead. Shift Technologies, 33 NVIDIA, 26 Okay. Looking at the downside, uh, Moderna uh, recovering a little bit. Kind of feels like uh, some of these things have hit a bottom intraday here. A little bit of an intraday bottom, kind of flipping back up. You see that Nike check mark there, reverse Nike check mark on uh, on a firm and the spark pattern. Okay, some of that pain is now subsiding. <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy, it is going to be an interesting year. Uh, well, welcome to 2022, folks. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, me, I'm going to leave the Tesla chart up just for the time being. And, uh, I'm going to go make myself another cup of coffee. So my friends, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And, uh, y'all rock. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.